global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks closed well off their session lows. Girl Scouts of USA, by the way, ringing that closing bell. A sell-off in drug makers drag stocks lower. A jolt to markets that had been in a holding pattern before Friday's speech from Fed Chair Janet Yellen that may provide clues on when to expect higher borrowing costs. Stephen Casey is FX trader and senior market analyst at Cambridge Global Payments. He was interviewed today right here on Taking Stock. I think... Um the comments over the weekend from Vice Chairman Stanley Fisher were a good indicator of what we might see from Chairman Yellen on Friday. I think she's going to do her best to keep September live. I personally don't think there's any chance they're going to hike before the election. I think it's a 50-50 shot at the December meeting. I think she's going to want to be a little bit more optimistic, and I think she's going to try to right the ship for the dollar. It's sold off quite a bit over the last six weeks or so, so it's got some room to recover, um, and I'm optimistic that her comments will kind of kick it off. The 10-year down 3.30 seconds with a yield of 1.56%. Gold down 18.30 the ounce to 13.23. For gold, that is a drop of 1.4%. Crude oil, West Texas Intermediate down 2.8%, tumbling $1.33 a barrel, 46.77 on WTI. Brent down 2%. Natural gas up today by 1%. Mylan down 5.5% to lead the selling after provoking the ire of lawmakers who are are demanding an explanation for a 400% increase in the price of a life-saving allergy shot. New numbers from the National Association of Realtors show sales of previously owned homes dropped more than forecast in July from a nine-year high restrained by limited choices for buyers. Median price of an existing home up 5.3% from July 2015 to $244,100. S&P down 11 to 21.75, a drop of Five tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials down sixty-four, a drop of four tenths of one percent. Four oh two on Wall Street now. Let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Prime Minister Matteo Renzi says the death toll from the earthquake that hit central Italy today has risen to 120. He spoke after visiting rescue crews and survivors in the hard-hit town of Amatrice. Renzi says the priority in the coming days will be rescuing any survivors. The United States has been monitoring an attack at the American University in Afghanistan today and says it remains in contact with Afghan forces on the scene. Based on the latest update that I have received, uh, there are still forces on the ground, Afghan forces, that are still clearing the university. Uh, but my understanding is that the, the fighting has, uh, uh, at least the shooting has stopped. White House Press Secretary Josh Ernest. One of Donald Trump's sons is speaking out about his father's tax returns. Eric Trump tells CNBC that not much can be learned from tax returns. He says his father's returns are massive and you would have a bunch of people who know nothing about taxes looking through them and making assumptions on things they know nothing about. Donald Trump has been criticized for not releasing his returns. Democrats say Trump's returns would reveal whether he was paying a fair amount in taxes. Michael Barr, Bloomberg Radio. For the second year in a row, commuters who ride out of the Port Authority bus terminal on 42nd Street may see a change in their trip home. Starting September 3rd, the Port Authority says a dozen New Jersey transit routes will move to new departure gates for the evening commute. Global News, 24 hours a day. Powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. 
I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping stocks lower S&P 500 index dropping 11 points to 2175, a decline of five-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more. That name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. All right, movers and shakers for a Wednesday, August the 24th, uh, taking a look at the members of the S&P 500, just 106 move higher, 393 decline, and six are unchanged. Joining me, Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commerce to begin our movers and shakers. Dave. You know, within the past hour, there were a couple of decisions by a U.S. regulatory panel that affected Teva Pharmaceutical. Uh, the panel invalidated two patents on the drug maker's multiple sclerosis medicine, Copaxone. And they're, they're scheduled to rule on one other patent for the drug's 40-milligram version by tomorrow. Now, there's a lower-dose version that is already facing generic competition. That said, U.S. sales of Copaxone generated 19% of Teva's revenue last quarter. So as you can understand, the shares fell in response to this ruling. Uh, Teva with a loss of 3% in U.S. trading. And I'll also add there is a uh, court case uh, involving the patents as well. So this is one step in a process. Didn't go Teva's way, though. I'm just going to tell you about uh, HP, the seller of personal computers as well as printers. They reported third quarter profit that topped analyst estimates, helped by improving demand for laptops. Uh, the company reporting third quarter fiscal adjusted earnings of 48 cents a share versus analyst estimates of 45 cents a share. Uh, sales fell uh, 3.8 percent to 11.9 billion. Uh, that compares, though, to estimates of 11. And a half billion. So HP uh, shares right now down 1% in after hours trading, and uh, HP reporting results that exceeded analyst estimates. You know, Teva was just one of what you might call the specialty drug makers that fell in today's trading. And in fact, it actually didn't end up falling as much as some of the others. And one of them is Mylan. Drug maker shares dropped for a fourth day as the U.S. Senate broaden its examination of higher prices for the allergy shot EpiPen. And Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton said in a statement that Mylan's price increases were outrageous and called for an immediate rollback. Investors certainly rolling back Mylan shares. They dropped 5.4% today. And I'll just mention Perigo down 3.9%, Malacrot down 4.7%, and Endo International down 6.6%. All those stocks weighing on the S&P 500. I'll tell you about the shares of Starbucks uh, up about one and a quarter percent today. A report from Andrew Charles over at Cowan saying that he sees sales getting back on track after yesterday's investor visit uh, at the Starbucks headquarters, saying that traffic reacceleration is likely, but they expect a slow rebuild. 
Also, uh, Stephen Gojak, a research analyst for Cleveland Research, uh, says that uh, Starbucks comp sales in the United States held steady to improving slightly. And he says that Starbucks' focus on cold beverage sales likely contributed to improved momentum. Shares of Starbucks up one and a quarter percent. Let's take a look at Kroger, the supermarket chain. Now, they may be a top candidate to buy at least some of the stores that Rite Aid and Walgreens Boots Alliance will have to sell to complete their repending deal. That's according to the policy research firm Capital Form, citing a person familiar with the matter. Kroger declined to comment. Its shares, though, up 2.3% on a day when Rite Aid fell 2.4% and Walgreens dropped 1.1%. How about Lazy Boy? Shares of Lazy Boy. I know you mentioned them earlier today on the program, Dave Wilson. Lazy Boy shares down more than 12.5%. The company reported earnings and revenue that were below analysts' forecast for the fiscal 2017 first quarter. And uh, shares of the Monroe, Michigan-based furniture company, Showing a major decline today, Lazy Boy down more than 12.5%. I'll just mention Garmin really quickly. You might know them best for their uh, personal navigation devices, as they're uh, described. They're also big in fitness trackers, and they were lowered to sell from neutral at Goldman Sachs, largely because of a worsening outlook in the fitness business. And Garmin shares falling 5.7% in the wake of Goldman's call. All right, it's time now for the Volatility Index Report, of course, brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. The VIX really powering higher today, up more than 11.5%, up 1.48, settling at 13.86. Nevertheless, readings below 20 are generally associated with periods of complacency in the market, Market activity remaining muted or subdued ahead of tomorrow's Jackson Hole Symposium of the Federal Reserve. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Mr. Wilson! Hey, Mr. Wilson, tell us about a generic drug maker, Lynette. Well, you know, I mentioned all those declines uh, among the drug stocks earlier. <laughs> Lynette, a definite exception to that rule. Now, this is a company that's been publicly traded since 1961, listed under the ticker LCI. Lynette's shares have been volatile the past three years, reflecting a takeover binge within the generics industry. They surged more than sixfold in 2013, another 30% in 2014, and peaked at a record $72.44 in 2015. Then the deal-making dried up thanks to Valiant Pharmaceuticals and a few other companies, and Lynette's rally turned into a rout. The shares plunged 77% in less than a year and hit bottom at a two-and-a-half-year low in March. Now, since then, Lynette's stock has been recovering. The rebound accelerated today after the company reported fiscal fourth quarter results. They came out late yesterday. They showed earnings surpassed analyst average estimate in a Bloomberg survey by the widest margin in three years. Revenue was also well ahead of projections. The results sent Lynette surging as much as 24% today. The shares closed with a gain of about 14%. And that was good enough for the biggest advance since November 2013. 
Thank you very much, Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commist. Go ahead, send him an email at dwilson at bloomberg.net. Sign up for his daily free email newsletter. It will make you a smarter investor. I'm Pim Fox, and this is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Jaguar Manhattan. Visit Jaguar Manhattan today, where New York goes for luxury. Conveniently located at 54th and 11th Avenue and online at jaguarmanhattan.com. Jaguar Manhattan is at your service.